Welcome to Go 10 Lisa Podcast with me, Lisa Waldron, where I talk about random things in 10 podcast episodes per season. I have a passion and that passion is to share. So get comfy, get ready to listen to this week's episode. Are you ready? Okay, get set, go! Hi, and welcome to another Friday, and this is number 10 episode of Go 10 Lisa podcast. Well, guys, we are at the 10th episode of season four, and I just want to be the first one to say, I messed up. I made a mistake. I, if you had listened to some of my previous episodes in season four, I was on target and I was following my calendar because just in case you guys aren't aware, the way Go 10 Lisa podcast works is that I do 10 episodes. That's one season, take a three week break and then come back for another 10 episodes. Well, apparently during the second episode, I don't know what on earth I was thinking. I thought I had the dates wrong and I actually skipped a week because the way that I had timed it out, it would coincide with the one year anniversary of when I did the first podcast, which is around May 10th or 11th. So technically, I was on time. I was on target and somehow I just went left. I don't know what on earth I was thinking. I don't know. Maybe I just mentally wanted a break. I have no idea. And, you know, I'm tracking and I'm like, wait a second. So I'm saying all of this, guys, to say that when season five returns, which will be the one year anniversary, it will actually be a two week break versus a three week break just for me to get back on track. So what that means is that today is the last episode of season four. And then the new season, season five, will air, God's willing, on May 10th, 2019. And that will actually be one year anniversary. I cannot believe that I have done this for a year. I can't believe it. I am proud of myself. I am proud of this journey. As I said it before, if you've been with me from the beginning, this is one of the easiest, easiest, easiest easiest setup of all of my project ventures that I'm doing. This is one of the easiest ones that I had to do. And now it's going to be interesting because um, Anchor FM, which is where I do my podcast, is now under Spotify. So, you know, they just merged. So I think there's more to come on how that is going to look, you know, their vision and everything like that and how that's actually going to be for the entrepreneurs doing their podcasts and to see how, you know, not much should change, but I just wanted to keep you guys in the loop of what's going on there. So once again, this is the last episode for season four of Go 10 Lisa podcast. And then the one year anniversary and new season, which is season five, will start on May 10th. So what is this episode, the last one? Usually I come with drama (laughs) or usually I come with some interesting topics to talk about Um, just in case if you're driving or at home or wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts on your lunch break or what have you. Today's episode is going to be more on 
Are you prepared to retire? This is an episode or a subject that I had on my list of topics to talk about from back in December. And my guest speakers, which is my mom and stepdad at the time, they just didn't feel like talking about it. My mom had just recently retired in October of 2018. And I guess it was right around the holidays, so they really didn't know I mean, my stepdad has been retired for a little bit, but semi. So let me just jump right in and tell you what I'm referring to. The reason why I wanted to talk about it is because I put it all out there when I do my podcast, because I don't know if what I'm talking about resonates with someone that said, oh yeah, that's happening to me, or maybe I can give a tip, or what do you do? So let me just lay it out for you. We are born. And when we're born, you know, we have this thing in us, you know, that we want to survive. And what does that look like? Surviving, living the dream, meaning that to survive, you have roof over your head, you have shelter and you have food and love. I think those are the three If you add in like your belief in there, whatever you believe in, that's like four major things in life is, you know, shelter, food, love, and what your faith and belief is. And the reason why I'm laying it out is to say that, so we're born, we're a child, we learn about ourselves, you know, we become teenagers, we try to act independent, young adult. We're starting to get into the work field because we realize that we need money or currency in order to obtain one of these four things. Preferably not the fourth one, but you need money to, for shelter. You need money for food and well, actually two things, two of the four things. So basically, um, you know, you're in your 20s, 30s. And you're striving because at that point you have a vision in your life and you know what it is that you want. You know how your home is going to look or maybe not. You know what kind of foods you like or not like at this point in, or maybe earlier, maybe in your young adult or even younger teenage years or even before that. You know what it is that you need to survive off of. And sometimes... Food is not necessarily food food like what we mean. Some people could be just off, you know, vegan or gluten or whatever it is that they're practicing right now. Some people who are in monasteries or something like that is like a stricter diet. You know, so it depends on what you consider to be your food. Some people say that their foods are actually the Bible and feeding off that spiritual food. But once again, it falls under one of the four categories, in my opinion. So by this point now, you're probably in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and you're working and you see the end, the end goal that, you know, that I'm tired of working and a few of us are fortunate to where they can retire early. Some a few of us are fortunate where they have won the lottery or just had a good business and was able to sell their company and have um, a plan in place. 
Um, I did do an episode in a couple of seasons ago where I did talk about money. That was a very popular episode that I did. Um, so the reason why I'm bringing up the age, the process of our life is because um, I wanted to talk about it because my parents right now live in Florida. And I think I have mentioned this. I know I've mentioned this to my mom to say that, what are you guys going to do in the next five years or so? Well, what do you mean, Lisa? What I mean is that Florida is getting so expensive to the point that I don't see how anyone in their retirement age, the elderly, the sick, the veterans or whoever, how are you going to survive? Because the pricing and everything is so ridiculous. Ridiculous in the point that I've lived in Florida before and I have seen where, you know, they have taken apartment buildings and renovated it. And now they're charging the apartments that they've renovated. Sometimes it's in good neighborhoods, bad neighborhoods, whatever, but it's like they've renovated these apartment buildings. It looks really nice. And you either go back in as an apartment or they convert it into a condo or they convert it into a townhouse or whatever it is, depending on how it's built. And then they're charging these ridiculous prices. They're actually charging like, I want to say over 190 something thousand and up, almost 200,000 for a one bedroom. Now, I know all you New Yorkers, Californians, you know, everyone is saying, oh, that's nothing. Or wherever it is where the um, inflation is higher, you're probably saying, oh, that's nothing. It, it's something because Florida is always looked upon as the state where people go to retire. So there's a lot of retirees in Florida because of the climate, because of the slower pace. You know, some people go, you know, to different states or different islands, depending on what your dream is to retire, you know, where you want to spend, you know, your last days or time or years, whatever, you know. Um, but I left Florida almost 13 years ago because I knew it was time. You know, when you have that feeling inside of you that it's time to move on, I felt like it was I already knew it was boring, but the one thing I love is the beach. So the beach came first over anything else, but there was something inside of me that, that God, I think, placed inside of me to say that there's more, Lisa, there's more. And I wanted more. And I kept saying, well, you know, this was like 12, 13 years ago, and that's when the prices were escalating then. Now it's just ridiculous. I was watching somebody on YouTube the other day that is doing successful sex successfully on YouTube and it's a family with three kids and they live in Orlando and they just bought an apartment in Orlando as sort of like their business venture like to have the apartment for their business office because they felt that was cheaper than renting a space in like a commercial office and then the lady said that she was paying $2,000 a month. Now, $2,000 a month, and I believe it's a three-bedroom. I want to say it's two, but I don't know why my mind is saying three. Um, but it's definitely not one. And, but 
when did it come to $2,000? Now, here's the thing. When I left Florida, I was living in Sawgrass, which is near Sawgrass Malls, right? That's in Sunrise, Florida. And if you don't know where that is, that's in like in Fort Lauderdale, not Miami, in Fort Lauderdale. And it was a nice neighborhood and everything. And I was paying, how did I remember? Because when I was moving from my apartment in Georgia to my house, I saved a lot of like receipts and checks and stuff, you know, in the past and whatever. So I was paying $1,200 about 13 years ago for rent in Florida. I'm sorry, $1,200 13 years ago. And the reason why it stuck in my memory was because in Georgia, when I moved to Georgia and got an apartment, I was paying for a two-bedroom, almost the same size as the one in Florida. I want to say the Florida one was probably, I want to say it's so close because the one in Florida was like a split level as far as one room and bathroom on one side of the house and one room and bathroom on the other side with the apartment in Georgia. It was similar, but I think the um, eating and kitchen, is, it, it may be a square foot or so less, but here's the thing. Okay, so guess what the thing was? Guess how much it was in Georgia? It was 846. I wanna say it was less than that. It was 800 and something. I was in shock. I was in shock because not only was it a little bit nicer, it was like Georgia is like, it's like how many, do the math real quick. You mean 1,200 to 840 something dollars. And then I actually stayed in the apartment for like five years in Georgia before buying my house. And she only raised it, the lady in the office, she only raised it by $20. Can you believe that? And when I was in Florida, I think they raised the rent like um, uh, extra 50 then 100 or something like that. And then when I eventually did leave, it was like hell to get back my deposit. Because at that point in my last year of my apartment in Florida, they were in the process of converting those apartments into condos and trying to sell it off to people. I mean, it was a great location, great area, great schools, great everything. I loved it over there. But I just knew that this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And the reason why I'm talking about retirement is because here it is that my mom and stepdad is living in an apartment right now in Tamarack, Florida. And she said that they're getting ready to raise their rent. So I said to her, once again, how are you going to survive in Florida because it's getting ridiculous? I said to her, I even mentioned to her that maybe you should think about, you know, moving to another area, maybe Tampa or Orlando. I was even having this conversation with my friends and even one of my friend's brothers said, you know, even Tampa is starting to get expensive. So, you know, but here's the thing, when you reach a certain age and a certain point in your life, you don't feel or want to relocate. 
And not only that, it's like, you know, she has three daughters. My stepdad has lots of kids. So it's like who you want to stay with, but you don't really want to stay with them. And it's funny that I say that is because they don't like Georgia. <laughs> Even though Georgia reminds me a little bit of Jamaica as far as the hills and the scenery and the tr lots of trees and stuff like that. Um, the only thing it's missing is a beach, you know. But <clears throat> they don't want to move there because they're so used to their church, their area. They know everything is right there where Georgia is a little bit more spread out. And I say that because, you know, one of my neighbors, an elderly woman that lived up the road from me in, you know, where I have my house, she recently had to go and live with one of her three sons and his wife and their kids, and she did not like it at all. And the only reason why she had to do that was because the husband died and the, everything was in the husband's name and she had nothing in her name. So then the question comes up, are you ready for retirement? Are you ready since birth till now? Did you put aside money for retirement? And nowadays, is it even enough money? Let's say you did put aside money. Is it even enough? Did you, did you have a house during all that time? Did you pay off your house? Is it even worth it? I watched Susie Orman, which is a lady that does the financial stuff. You know, you've seen her on television and she does all these financial um, seminars and stuff and give you tips on what's the best thing to do. And this question came up in regards to, um, you know, a lot of people are like selling elderly people to refinance their, their mortgage or something like that in their late age. And I was talking to my mom about it and she said, because my mom had two houses before, and it's like she was saying it's not worth it, you know, and even Susie Orman was saying not ready to do that. There's so many. And here is the thing, people, in case you haven't realized it, I think Florida's a scam. Sorry to all you Floridians listening right now, but it's what I feel. I feel that there are so many people living in Florida. I mean, there's probably all over the state, you know, the whole United States or different countries. But I've seen it and heard of it in Florida, where it's just maybe because they know there are so many elderly people and some people don't have families or some, some people are left alone. People take advantage of them. And it's so sad. It's so sickening that they're doing that all for the mighty dollar, you know. And like I tell people, you don't know what kind of situation you're going to be. You don't know what kind of frame, you know, frame of mind you're going to be for you to reach that point. You just don't know where life is going to bring you. But at least have some common decency not to scam the elderly or the sick or whoever. It's just not right. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about this subject because here it is that they're getting ready to have their rent increase, right? Um, my stepfather is feeling sicker these days. My mother just retired not too long ago, um, almost six months, October. Yeah, six months ago. And it's like, they don't even have a plan, you know? My mother did protect herself and have like, you know, you know, all the necessary retired stuff. But, you know, it also depends on your company because now she's looking at it and saying, 
oh, coulda, woulda, shoulda with certain retirement stuff. If she had chosen this, she would have not have to worry about this. But it's, it all depends. And, you know, and she kept like blaming the rep the benefits representative. And I kept saying, no, you should take accountability because, and I'm saying this for all my listeners right now, you cannot leave your future in the hands of somebody else. Well, what do I mean by that? What I mean is to go, go and do the research yourself. Go and read the documents yourself. Do not rely on a benefits person at your job to tell you what is the best benefit for you. Sometimes you need to go outside the norm. You know what I mean? So if somebody is saying to you, hey, here is, you know, like, let's say you're a new hire, right? And they're saying, well, this is your benefits package and you have to pick A, B, or C. A says that um, when you retire, you will only get half your benefits if you go into this fund. B is saying um, you will only get half only because you're already getting Social Security and XYZ. And C is saying you will get full in addition to your Medicaid or Medicare or whatever it is, right? And then suppose the benefit person, you don't know if they're new. You don't know if they have been there a while, but they're just not comprehending. You don't know. Sometimes when people are in a role for a long time, they repeat stuff, especially if it's the same thing that they're repeating over and over and over to someone. And you don't know if they kept up on the policies and, you know, or, or any updates. So what that means is that let's say that representative is saying to you, well, you know, a lot of our employees pick option B, you know, and you're just going, okay, I'll just go along, you know, because since everyone else is doing it, no, find out and put yourself, project yourself in the mode of what if you're retired now? How much am I going to get? And what happened is that a lot of companies should be projecting to you or sending you monthly statements to say, this is what it looks like. If some companies are not even offering retirement packages anymore, a lot of companies are just doing 401ks and that's only if you sign up with it. Here is the thing, people. It's not going to hurt your pocketbook if you do 401k. I 120%, I 200% advise you right now to invest in a 401k if your job offers it. It is money put aside where the company will match you at a certain percentage for 50% or it depends on what percentage you choose, it would be 100%. So look into your benefits, especially if you're getting ready to start a new job or if you are in a current job and every job has open enrollment. Every job has open enrollment to the point that you can change something in your benefits. Do not rely on people. I mean, even if you're not sure, you know what I used to do? I used to call. Let's say I call somebody and I spoke to... Um, Gail and Gail told me option B 
and I called I called back and I spoke with Dominique and I'm just making up names people and Dominique told me C option C is the best option now in my mind right there it's telling me why are two people from the same department telling me two different things you know what I mean so then always do your research it, even if you do your research ask the questions put yourself in that shoe to say you know what if I'm getting ready to retire what if I retire early at 55 what if I retire at 62 what if I retire at 70 or 65 how much money would I get you know what I mean and and here is the thing we're all getting older and these are things that we think are way down the line but before you know it hello you're either in one of those categories, either early retirement, retirement age, or late retirement. You know what I mean? So you got to know where your money is going. You have to know that from birth until now, I worked all these years. Where the heck is my money? Where's all my money gone? You know what I mean? If it's, if it's a case where you're not in retirement right now, start saving receipts and start looking at where your money is going. I can tell you right now where the majority of my money is going. The majority of my money is going towards food. Yes, you heard me right, food. No wonder I'm so overweight. It's food. And um, I, I, here's the thing, I love food, but I also know that I need to be on a diet. And sometimes I buy stuff and I waste it and whatever. Sometimes I'm picking up breakfast at work or lunch. It adds up. It adds up. So I would suggest just to test it out for like three months or six months or a year, save your receipts and it will show you exactly where all of your money is going, you know, and even if the case where me, you know, doing coupons to save money, I love doing that, but I haven't been doing that lately. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. And I have to remember to get back on track with that. And there's sometimes there's places that I go near work where there's not a option for me to do coupons but maybe ask them if they have a like a reward card so for example one of the places near work has it where that if you buy like 10 lunches or something then you get the, the you know the 11th one free something like that or you get a discount even my smoothie place has that you, you know if you buy 10 smoothies um, that's closer to home you know the 11th one is free you know so ask for little breaks and little discounts ask the important questions you know i didn't even know the smoothie place had that until i saw someone pull it out and that moment ask the question what is that can i get one too you know what i mean here is the thing we need to save our money but you know i'm more concerned and worried that is it even enough money is there going to be social security? Is there going to be a retirement fund? Is there, we can't project the future, but at the same time, we can't spend our present life worried about the future, but we can prepare as much as possible. I've seen it where so many retirees are, they don't know what's next. You know what I mean? They don't know what's next. They've worked all this life. You know, I remember my first corporate job and this lady was counting down and counting down. She had like, like a big celebration, you know, and, you know, every time she was counting down to the day to her retirement, her husband got sick and, you know, passed away. 
and you know she had to deal with that before she retired then they had a big retirement I never forgot it because it was like the shock of it was not only did she retire a lot of her money went towards her husband's medical bill and I think that's where a lot of people lose their money right now so let's say that you save up all your money a lot of people have to end up giving away their money because either the insurance companies do not cover 100% because they're either don't fall within some kind of category and that has happened to some family members as well you know making good money all those years have a good plan but then sickness takes you and then it's like oh my goodness I didn't realize this was expensive and this was expensive. The insurance won't pay for it, you know. And then the sad thing is that sometimes people have to put their house up for collateral or cars or other expenses, in other assets rather, that they had in order to pay for a medication, which are ridiculous. I don't even want to talk about medication. That's a whole other subject. But it's like, I'm just... And just putting it out there that I hope it gets better, people. I hope it gets better because it's ridiculous how expensive things are getting. It's ridiculous how when you get older, the medication is getting more expensive. The insurance companies won't pay for a certain amount. Whatever save the money you have, if it's not a house, you can best believe that they will raise your rent. Um, hopefully by the time that you retire, your house is paid off for, you don't know if you're married and then your husband or spouse or wife loses their job and you have to relocate and then sell your house or rent your house. There are so many life experiences and we only learn from them. So I encourage you that if you are going through this or want to share you can always leave me a voicemail message on go 10 lisa um which is on anchored a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m or spotify just type in go the number 10 and lisa l-i-s-a and you can find me and i'll be sure to talk about it in one of my upcoming um podcast episodes so You know, the question is still lingering out there in regards to my parents. What are you going to do? You know, my mother's response was, oh, I'm just going to take it one day at a time. Okay, take it one day at a time. But then here it is that my stepfather is like, you know, he's feeling sick. And, you know, one of the doctors is already saying that maybe he has another heart blockage. So what does that mean? Does that mean another surgery? Does that mean that he's his arteries are blocked does that mean another heart attack was he experiencing oh my goodness it's just it's just a lot and it's like you have the stresses of that and then you have the stresses of oh your rent is going to increase and then it's like you know do I go out there and get another job and this is why I you know I'm jumping all over the place right now but just to to regroup and recap The lady that spent all of her days counting down to retirement, her husband passed away. She did eventually pack up and relocate to Ocala or somewhere in the middle of Florida. 
And the good thing is that one of her good friends worked with her. So that friend and husband, you know, packed up their house and moved to be close to her in Ocala. I don't even know if they're still alive, but, you know, it's just a memory, people. And um, basically, we did keep in contact with her for a little while. And she said, here's a shocker she had to go back to work at least part-time. And I find that a lot of retirees have to go back to work part-time. A, either because they're bored out of their mind and have nothing else to do. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably 60% of the time. And, and that includes not having family or friends near you and you just want you... You've been going so long from birth until retiree, you know, occupying, you're on a routine, you're getting up, you're working, you're, you're on a routine. Whether you're working or not, you're on a routine. You're getting up, you're brushing your teeth, you're taking a shower, you're doing this, you're doing that. It's a routine, people, you know, and the point is that you just don't know where life is, but once again, all you can do is prepare. So that being said... You know, um, you know, my mom is just taking it one day at a time, but you know, it's not just affecting the lady that I first worked with in corporate America many, many moons ago, but it also affecting where my mom lives because all of her surrounding neighbors are in much dire situations. You know, she has a neighbor that's downstairs from her and her husband just died and you know, and pretty much left her nothing. And then you have all of these children coming up who haven't spent any time with their parents, but yet they want some of the inheritance. That's a whole nother subject as well. But um, so now one of her neighbors is going to have to consider, should she move with one of her kids to Georgia or should she stay there? Did her husband have enough retirement fund for her to survive off of is medicare enough is medic oh my goodness it's just so much then you then she has another neighbor which is deathly sick and cannot stay with any relatives because she pretty much curses them out and likes to have her own space i mean people it's like everybody has a story you don't know what you're going through yourself. You don't know how you're going to survive sometimes. You don't even know what your next door neighbor is going through. You don't even know what the person in front of you or behind you, beside you is going through. You just don't know. And this is why I like these podcasts to just put it out there and talk about it because to say, to let people know that there is hope my podcasts are here to inspire someone, teach someone something, learn something. I'm all about sharing, 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 because you just don't know who may be going through it, who needs that information. But the bottom line is that my question to you is, are you prepared? I'd rather you be prepared a little bit than not prepared at all. At least you can say, throughout all of your years that you did something to prepare. We don't know what life is going to bring us at the end or, you know, if it's sickness or whatever to use up all of our money or an accident, you know. And I feel that uh, lately 
it's like a lot of stuff going on all over the world. And it's like, if we can, you know, I know my friend has said this, my mother has said this, where they have dreams of all of their children living with them. We all know that that's not reality. We know that, <laughs> we know that certain family members cannot be under the same roof. <laughs> but put aside the differences and if you're just there to save money, yes, it can work, but you have to come up with a super duper duper plan in order to have all those personalities under one roof as well. So I leave you with this on this last episode of Goat and Lisa um, podcast to say that be prepared. Are you ready for retirement? Are you ready for retirement? If not, be prepared because and ask those questions ask those necessary questions you know what I mean make sure that you're kept up to date with your social security now here's a little tip from when I was younger you know because we've all been working the majority of us have been working since we're younger and if you're in a country where they provide you social security or something like that make sure that you get your statements you can sign up on socialsecurity.com if you're in the U.S. And I've been doing this since I was in my 20s. You know, from how? How did I know about it? Because I heard somebody else talk about it. Somebody else was sharing. That's how we learn people. Knowledge is power. The more you know, the more powerful you are. You are already powerful. And you're just even more powerful when you have that knowledge to educate yourself. So... I've been getting those statements. So what it is, is those, those statements are projected statements that pretty much tell you how much money you will get um, upon retiring you know, from Social Security. Now, the big question, which has been out there for years, is is there going to be enough money for Social Security when generation, um, what generation am I, generation X? Or, you know, I know baby boomers are getting their Social Security, but I'm generation X, are millenniums, and what's the, the thing after millenniums? Are they going to get Social Security by the time they retire? You know, and that's something for the government to work out. But all I know is that we just need to come up with a better plan. You know, teach your young children to put aside money and save. I know we all want to buy something, buy the latest things, buy whatever, whatever, whatever. But put aside money. Or if you don't have time to put aside money, Put it aside when you're at work. You won't miss your 401k. You won't miss your retirement money. Look at how you're doing your taxes as far as your W-2s, your W-4s, you know what I mean? Look at how, make sure that the allowances and numbers are correct. Ask those questions, you know? I'm here just to show you and tell you, you know, what I'm going through and, you know, and to let you know that, once again, there is hope. It will get better, but I just want everyone to be prepared. I think if we're prepared, we have that little ease in our mind to say, you know what, everything's going to be okay. And let's say circumstances does happen where, you know, a medical emergency, God forbid, or something happened, you still will be okay. You still will be okay. Because I strongly believe that God doesn't give you more than what you can handle. So sometimes it seems so hard, so bad, so rough to the point that you said, oh my God, can I really handle this? 
you can because you're strong. So I will keep you up to date in my upcoming seasons to let you guys know like what exactly is going on with my parents um, because, you know, I just think that they just need to manage their money better. That's what I really think it is. Um, or not only that, just, you know, you know, come up with a better plan. My mother wants to buy a condo and I'm looking at her like at this late stage in your age, you had two houses already. Um, I don't see the benefit in it. I would say go ahead if you had the money to do that. And secondly, if your HOA is not that much money and if it's not going to be a lot of, if it's not going to be in Florida, you know, so for the amount of money that you're going to pay in Florida, you can get it in another state and much more land. So these are things that she's going to have to think about. These are things he's going to have to think about. These are things you're going to have to think about, you know? It's so many different connecting dots. And I hope that you connected to that will make your life a little bit easier and happier in your retirement age. You know, guys, I really, really thank you for joining me on another episode of Go 10 Lisa podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so therefore you don't miss an episode. And my one-year anniversary in season five, new episodes will start on May 10th. Don't forget, you can find me on Go 10 Lisa Podcast, on Apple, Spotify, Anchor.com, any podcast app. Just type in Go, the number 10, and Lisa, L-I-S-A, all one word, Go 10 Lisa. All right, I will talk to you guys another time. And remember that all new episodes are available each Friday when the new season starts. I love you guys. You guys are great. And thank you for listening. And don't forget to share. Goodbye. Love you. Peace.